Hi, everyone. I'm Gary Schleifer, and this is Beyond the Page, brought to you by Choice, the magazine of professional coaching. Choice is more than a magazine. It's a community of people who use and share coaching tools, tips, and techniques to add value to their businesses and increase impact with their clients. It's an institution of learning built over the course of 20 years. Yes, we've been publishing for 20 years, uh, dedicated to improving the lives of coaches and their clients. In today's episode, I'm speaking with career coach, Dr. Kyle Elliott, who's the author of an article in our latest issue, New Horizons in Leadership, Pushing Boundaries in Coaching. And I don't know about you, but everything I say and everything I'm seeing is kind of like a twilight zone. It's like, okay, whatever, beyond the page. Um, <laughs> the article is entitled Mindful Pricing, Four Questions to Ask When Pricing Your Coaching Services. Dr. Kyle Elliott is the founder and career coach behind Caffeinated Kyle. So I brought mine. I did uh, too. Yes, I saw. His expertise is in Silicon Valley and high tech. As a result of working with Dr. Elliott, senior managers and executives have landed jobs at Meta, formerly Facebook, Amazon, Google, and nearly every other tech giant you can imagine. A trusted career expert, Dr. Elliott's words have been featured on Business Insider, CNBC, CNN, Entrepreneur, Fast Company, Fortune, The New York Times, and Choice, the magazine of professional coaching. So you have to add that to your resume. Yes, I do need to add uh, that now. Uh-huh. Among dozens of other leading publications. He's an official member of the invitation-only Forbes Coaches Council, a member of the Gay Coaches Alliance, as am I. I'm actually the president this year. And a certified <laughs> health education specialist. Welcome, Kyle. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yes. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here speaking with you. And congratulations on your recent doctorate in education. Thank you. I, I know did. you and I chatted together and we met at the conference earlier yeah. this year, the Gay Coaches Alliance Conference. And then since then, I finished my doctorate. So it's exciting to be here. And Yay. hearing people call me Dr. Elliot is still a little interesting and fun. So I'm I know. That. And I didn't even know. All of a sudden, I get all this stuff and it's Dr. Kyle Elliot and Dr. Elliot. Like, well, what? When did that happen? Because I just know you as Kyle, right? So, yeah. Yeah. And you're still, or we'll call you Dr. Kyle. <laughs> Anything's fine, but yeah. I love it. It's exciting. My dad, actually, as soon as I got into my doctorate program, he started addressing, he sends my mail every month. I get my mail to my parents and he started addressing as Dr. Kyle Elliott. He's like, you need to get used to this and embrace it. So he's been one of my biggest Fan, cheerleaders yeah, and exactly. Living the into the future. Exactly. He's a good so, coach. Um, like coaching. Yes, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> That's good. I love it. You know, oddly, I, I do sort of the same thing. When I started coaching 22 years ago, I labeled everything my MCC journey. Because and I know it's not over when you get MCC, but that's kind of the at the time and still is kind of that final marker point that I always said, that's what I'm doing it for is the journey to mastery. And I say that a lot in podcasts and conversations. Enjoy the journey to mastery because you never get there. Yeah. And speaking of not getting there, one of the things that we never seem to get, it's not that we don't get it right, but we just, oh my gosh, squirm and mm -hmm. avoid is pricing. So why did you decide to address this? For that exact reason, a lot of people tend to struggle with pricing, setting their pricing, packaging their coaching services and offerings. Mm -hmm. 
And it's something I've been coaching for 10 years now, five of that part-time. It started as a college side hustle. The other half of that full-time for five years, I just celebrated my five-year anniversary of full-time. And a lot of people reach out to me and say, Kyle, how have you packaged your services so beautifully and elegantly and in this way where you're able to charge top dollar? And it's been a journey. And I like sharing that journey with people and saying, hey, I didn't get here overnight. It's been 10 years of constant evolution and tweaking, and I'm still tweaking it. It's the end of 2022 right now. Beginning of 2023, I plan to update again. And I love sharing that journey with people. As you said, it's the mastery. You're never there. It's this constant yeah. evolution and optimization. Yeah. And you speak a lot about that in the article as well, about about taking a look at and tweaking. I mean, one of the sections uh, you said is what value are delivering through your coaching? And, you know, you start to think like we are always learning, right? So mm-hmm. why shouldn't we? Uh, well, I mean, it increases our confidence, increases the impact of our delivery, solves more problems. So why shouldn't we get paid more, right? Yeah. Now, one thing I want to address before we move into that, I know, hold on. What do you, you use the word pricing philosophy? Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? And what's your personal pricing philosophy? Yeah. So I think of philosophy, I think of an idea or a methodology or a belief. I don't think there's a best practice or the right way to do it. It's just, here's my belief. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually working with a spiritual director now. I met him at the Gate Coaches Alliance Conference. And when I think of philosophy, there's not like a right or wrong philosophy, but there's a lot of different ways you can do something. And I find for coaches, it's helpful if you find your philosophy. What's your North Star What's guiding you through this? And today I'm just sharing some ideas that you might be able to try and say, oh, I like a little bit of this. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm doing now with my spiritual director. I'm saying, here's some spirits I like. Here's some religions I like. Oh, maybe I don't like this aspect of this religion or spirit. So hopefully today it can be that. Or if that kind of language doesn't work with you, maybe a buffet, you say, oh, I like that entree Kyle's offering. Oh, I'm going to leave that. <laughs> oh, I love that one. I'm and a you big can go buffet through the guy. buffet and see what parts you like. And then what parts are like, oh, I don't like that, Kyle. And then leave it. Yeah. Give me some examples of what's at the buffet. What's in your buffet? Yeah. So for my buffet, something I really believe in is figuring out what's the problem I'm solving for clients. So I see a lot of coaches make the mistake of saying, I offer LinkedIn coaching, or I offer life coaching. And I think that's great to offer as a service, but going deeper and saying, okay, what's the problem I'm solving? So for me, I'm a career coach. So I solve the problem of helping people find jobs. And then I work backwards and say, what services can I offer? So those are coaching sessions. Those are email support. Those are resume reviews. That's LinkedIn profile writing to solve that problem. But if I just say, I'm selling career coaching, clients are gonna say, okay, why am I spending thousands of dollars on this? Mm-hmm. But if I say that the buffet is, here's a job, I'm gonna help you find a job. People say, oh, I wanna buy that job that you're mm-hmm. offering or selling to me. Or I wanna buy more work-life balance, or I wanna buy a higher salary. People can then say, ooh, that's something I can pick up and I want and I can feel and imagine. Right. Wow. You know, and I want to go back. I want to thank you for, um, in the article and in this conversation, how you're bringing the solving the problem. Because in, uh, inside of that, the article, you not only say pricing, but thank goodness you said the part that I believe, which is that you connect it with the marketing. Mm-hmm. For, for, and I am surprised that you're still seeing people selling who they are, not what they do and how they solve problems. Because mm-hmm. 
people buy solutions to problems. They don't buy necessarily. I mean, they want to trust, know, like, and trust you. I get that. Mm -hmm. um, but wow, you know, I always feel like every conversation is a coaching conversation, sales, mm -hmm. engagement. It's all coaching conversation. Yeah. What's your situation? And it's like, let, you know, more of this, less of this. Right. Yes. Except when you do a podcast, in which case you get to like go on forever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for, for saying that. And I, again, I have to say, I'm surprised that we still see that. And it's not just coaching. I mean, I see that in other industries as well. So yeah, thank you very much about that. And Absolutely. On, you were alluding to some of the mistakes. What other mistakes do you see coaches making? What, number one is not solving the problem. Yeah, I also see that they're just not remembering the value they offer. So they have all these extras. I see a lot of times they say, you can text me, you can email me. They have all these extras, but all they're doing is charging hourly rate. And then a co uh, cl prospective client says, oh, $200 an hour for 50 minutes. That's a lot. And then they're calculating per minute and they're like, oh, I'm paying $4 a minute. That's a lot of money. Instead of saying, okay, let's go back and say, we're paying $200 to increase your confidence. We're paying $200 to solve that annoying person at work and teaching you how to deal mm -hmm. with executives. We're solving, paying $200 for you to be a confident speaker and not go up and have your hands tremble when you're giving a presentation. We're paying $200 for you to get a raise. And you can enter your amount there, but think what are people really paying for? It's not that hour with you, but it's the change that they're achieving it's the confidence, perhaps. It could be clarity. Help them get to that future vision. And what I like doing during consultations and saying, let's fast forward a year, three years, five years. And everyone you meet, you're like, Kyle's the best person in the world. What did you and I do together for you to be telling everyone that? Wow. What is that? Good. Yeah. And then ask yourself as a coach, what dollar amount is that worth? And then that's probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars for someone to be going around screaming your name from the rooftops. So any amount less than that is a steal for your clients. And I think coaches forget about that. And they just look at, I can't be charging $4 a minute or $10 a minute and forget <laughs> about the real value they're delivering. Yeah. Well, you know, truly, and I know it's best to keep value, but in my mind, I'm also thinking I invested tens of thousands of dollars in my coaching education and I'm an entrepreneur I'd like to see some return on investment but and I and I have don't worry it's it's done but I it's also like and you allude to this in the article as well is as you get more educated more confident you charge more I, I remember in my certification program uh, in my coaching school um, one of the instructors said um, just say what number you can say without throwing up <laughs> and then go higher yeah. right and i thought that was absolutely kind of that was good advice yeah. i mean kyle one of my biggest mistakes i'm sure you and the listeners have made them too is when i was starting and i was just talking with somebody about this yesterday i offered four full one hour sessions for a hundred dollars mm -hmm. oh my goodness I, I was, I, it was painful to have to do those sessions because you knew you were, I knew I was undervaluing myself and I knew this wasn't building my business. This was merely delivering coaching. And mm -hmm. even then the people that signed up for it were, I call them tire kickers, but they yeah. weren't, 
they wanted to have the experience, but they weren't committed to the coaching and, and, uh, you know, and the experience. So, um, yeah. similar experiences. Exactly. And I've had similar experiences. I remember when I charged $5 for resume reviews, I got started in coaching, doing resume reviews, writing LinkedIn profile summaries for $5 each. And each time I had a wait list, I would double my prices, but I did a lot of those $5 ones and people weren't there for the service or me being nice. It was how quickly can Kyle get me back my resume review or my LinkedIn profile summary. And sometimes people will give me referrals, but not a lot. But as I raised my prices and people showed up at a different level, I started offering coaching. I got a lot more people who are really committed to the process mm -hmm. and they got better results too, because I showed up differently as I charged more. I'm like, I'm charging hundreds of dollars an hour. I'm going to show up more and really give them a lot in the session outside of it. And clients showed up differently when they were paying more for the service as well. Like I spent thousands of dollars, Kyle, I'm going to do my homework and everything you say, I'm going to follow it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Show up differently. Yeah. Well, and you know what, what tweaked for me too is we show up differently. And I think you said a little mm -hmm. bit about that too. When you're charging that much, I'm darn well going to show up on time, ready, you know, whatever ready is and a part of the agreement, that sort of thing. So yeah, because like they're paying me, they're paying me good money. Yeah. And I find I show up mentally different when I charge more. I prepare differently. I'm following up differently. And I find my pricing philosophy, as I share in the article, comes from my dad. Every time I have a wait list, I double my prices. And at the beginning, it was easy jumps, small jumps, $5 to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 40. But this last one was 249 to 475. That's a huge jump, doubling that. And I showed up way differently at 475 compared to 249. That's almost 500 bucks an hour. I'm like, who am I to be charging $10 per minute right. of value? But I showed up a lot differently in those conversations. And my clients did as well because they're paying a lot of money to be there. And it was really powerful to see the difference that happened mm -hmm. overnight, really, just from increasing those prices. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I, I find it interesting. I've never, I've never thought of, of seeing how much it was per minute. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I, I, again, people are getting other stuff beyond that. So I think it's yeah. important not to fixate, but at the beginning, it's fun kind of to look at that and be like, yeah, yeah let me think, how am I delivering value throughout this process? And a yeah. lot of it as coaches is just holding space, asking good questions mm -hmm. and then seeing where it, the conversation goes, but it's still just a fun mind experiment to do that. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, if I had clients for 249 now is charging 475, not only would I show up differently for the new ones, I would think I would I think I would start to feel differently about the ones I was being paid less by. And and not and not necessarily in a good way. So there'd have to be some coaching on that for me in order to stay engage because that's what I committed to on the old one until mm -hmm. I get to the new price right or did you transition your old existing clients to the new price yeah some people have asked me about that I don't transition the old people whatever price they're at they're at mm -hmm. um, I sell packages I do have some people in a retainer but I primarily do packages because I do career coaching so usually people have a short-term goal when they reach out right. to me I want a job or I want to work through this problem at work or I need to update my resume so I usually am just selling in packages. Mm -hmm. um, thankfully, I haven't dealt too much with the resentment. I have a really full practice. So I'm just thankful I'm even charging what I'm charging. 
and feel grateful. And I always have a weight list. So I don't really worry about it. But I can imagine some people might feel that. And I would encourage them for those 249 clients, try and show up like a 475 one, right? whatever your yeah. price is, and see what happens and how those clients show up if you start showing up like a $500 an hour coach. Yeah. You know what? I think I would. It's just, I can't be different. I coach how I coach. I'm with the mm -hmm. person. I meet them at their energy level. So being present doesn't allow me to be resentful. Mm -hmm. So I take that back. I don't think I have to do any work on that other than just to continue to be myself and continue more learning, things like that. Because to me, more learning means I can charge more too. And, exactly. you know, and confidence increases. And I mean, it, even something like uh, having a, a mentor or a supervisor, we have an issue on that coming up and uh, you know, enhance your coaching through other methodologies. And if they're getting paid and you start to see what others are getting paid, what you have to pay in order to get coaching from these people who are mm -hmm. well-priced, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. And those higher prices allow you to then, as you said, invest in yourself. I've done multiple certifications in the last two years, doing more assessments, going to retreats and conferences and continue learning. And I bring that back to my clients and say, well, let's try this. Let's try that. And if you're charging a lower rate, it's a little more difficult to sustain yourself and show up outside of the session too. So for me, I do a lot of prep work before and after sessions with clients. I offer email support. Mm -hmm. Or one client recently was like, oh, I want this type of job. So I spent an hour reaching out to people in those roles and connecting them. And all of that is part of that base price that oh, they're paying. Wow. I don't charge extra. Yeah. So I'm able to do that. As you offer a higher price point, you can offer more value to your client as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've always been careful to price it so you can't come up with a pretty number when you divide by the number of hours. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's, you can't figure out it's $150 an hour I charge. It's yeah. usually like, you know, 137.24 when you divide it out. And then people, you know, if they do do that, they start to get the idea that, oh, he's not just charging an hourly rate. There's something else. And then exactly. I, I hope they figure that out. And the other thing that came to mind when you were speaking was perception is reality. So, when I was offering the $100 a month for four sessions, four one-hour sessions, they didn't perceive value, mm -hmm. right? So they didn't really show up as coachable and coaching clients. And I was new too. So I take some responsibility that maybe I didn't set them up for success. And I ended up resenting it. And so, you know, we think the same thing, you know, when you, you, you somebody says their price is really low you're like oh why is their price so low mm -hmm. just really have to think about that it's like really like what really oh sorry my beloved icf love international coaching federation however they allow the people to be um to come and put in a proposal for coaching at less than 150 bucks mm. i'm like really like who it, who's on because I think you have to be certified in order to get uh, uh, proposals uh, requests for proposal from uh, prospective clients who hasn't spent tens of thousands of dollars getting their education yeah who are we to even think 150 dollars is acceptable right and and then there's the flip sorry go ahead 
Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think that perception piece, too. My partner and I, yes. um, we celebrated our anniversary this past weekend and went to the Carlton Bacara in Santa Barbara, California. And we expected a certain level of service, of food, because the menu is incredibly expensive. So we showed up a certain way. We took our time getting to the restaurant. We dressed up nice. We set aside two or three hours. We enjoyed our time and ate slowly. We took in the views. We took photos together. So people show up differently when they're paying more money. Mm -hmm. We showed up entirely differently. We eat out every week. But that Saturday, we ate out a little differently because it was mm -hmm. our anniversary and because we spent a lot of money on that restaurant. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just the service itself, but just how we went to the restaurant, how we returned, how we walked through it was just slightly different. And clients show up differently, too. Going yeah. back to our original point, when they pay more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do. For sure. Um, excellent example. Uh, one kind of couple more questions. One, I don't mean to anything like other than get your perspective on this. I'm talking a lot with, with coaches and, and coaching leaders about the democratization of coaching. How do we balance a North American pricing structure with one that might serve people in other countries where the value or the comparison dollar to, you know, US dollar, you're in the US, I'm in Canada, mm -hmm. but you know, like with someone in another country. I find it helpful to go back to the value. What's the value someone's getting? So like for my clients, I like looking at, okay, when they work with me, they're getting a new job that might be anywhere from $10,000 to $100,000 more per year, sometimes more, but that's the average, ten dollars to $100,000 more a year. And I charge a fraction of that for my typical mm. package. And that's what I compare it for. So for you oh, in your wow. local country, think about what's the value clients are getting from you and then maybe compare that locally so what's that amount compared to maybe their salary? Are people willing to spend 5% of their annual salary to get more confidence yeah. or 10% of their salary to get more clarity? Perhaps look at your client's typical salary. And then also what's important to think is if that individual paying or is their organization paying? And that's important as well. Right. Because if the individual's paying, the value is going to be different than the organization. If one of their executives is not performing, they may be willing to pay a lot more for that executive to then be performing well <laughs> or get out turn the business around or to get them out. Yeah. And I think going back to the value can be really important in figuring out your prices. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. That's a great perspective. Yeah. One of the things that I'm um, quite involved in on many fronts is diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. And we talk a lot about the democratization of coaching and how, mm -hmm. how we can make coaching available to everyone on the planet. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same thing that the healthcare system struggles with is how can everyone have access to healthcare mm -hmm. when they need it? And it's, it's, I, is it a right or a privilege, right? You know, so, mm -hmm. you know, all that sort of thing. And ICF believes that um, their, their vision is that coaching is a part of a thriving, vibrant culture. Mm -hmm. I, I paraphrasing there because, yeah. um, but you know, so how do we help that happen? And your example is, is excellent. Thank you. Cause of course there's lots of pro bono opportunities, but people value things more when they put some money towards it. And if it's matches what their, their value system, would that be the best way to say that? Um, yeah. 
And I think part of it too is thinking, perhaps you can be coaching without working with people one-to-one and perhaps it's not exactly coaching is the right word, but for me, I write tons of articles. I write anywhere from five to 20, 30 articles a month. I love writing, Um, especially since I finished my doctorate, my new hobby has been writing. So for me, not everyone can work with me one-on-one. So I have a free course people can take. I write a lot of articles so people can Mm. access that. So I have a lot of people who reach out to me and say, Kyle, I can't work with you, but I'm really struggling with salary negotiation and this job offer. Can you help me? And I'll say, yes, here's a bunch of articles I've written and here's some tips I have. Or someone else may say, well, I'm really stuck and I don't know what to do for a living. I say, oh, you should try this free assessment. And here's an article I've written and feel free to reach back out. So I can't help every single person who reaches out. It's just not possible. But when people do, I try and really support them because not everyone can access it by want to be able to support as many people as possible and not just those who are able to access the price point that I'm at either. Well, I've just added another thing to my perspective of you. My vision of you is uh, generosity. So thank you for that. Um, We're getting close to the end of our conversation. What would you like our audience to do as a result of this article and this conversation, maybe from the article or something else that's come to mind since you wrote it? Yeah, something that we didn't talk about, but I think is important, is not comparing yourself to other coaches. I think it's easy to go out and compare yourself to other coaches and say, here's what this coach is charging or their package or model. And I think two things can be dangerous with that. The first is sometimes coaches may have these amazing prices or packaging, but they're not really selling any. I've had a lot of consultations (laughs) with coaches and on their website, they list all this. And then they're like, oh, I actually really don't coach that much. So you may be comparing yourself to a competitor who's really not a competitor. Mm. And then the second point, at least with the clients I speak to often, I'm the only coach they all have a consultation with. So if I went out and did a bunch of competitor research, these aren't my competitors really I'm comparing to. They Mm -hmm. come to me and I'm the only person they're having a consult with. So it's either Kyle or no one that they're working with because a lot of my business is referrals. Mm -hmm. You might be doing yourself a disservice if you go out there and do competitor research. Mm. And for some people, it may make sense if you find a lot of traffic through Google or a coaching directory where people are comparing you to other people, you might want to look a little bit to get an idea. Mm -hmm. But I would be mindful before you just compare yourself to other coaches because you might be doing, trying to do an apples to apples comparison when it's really not an apples to apples comparison. Wow, that's brilliant. Thank you for that. Yeah, you know, it's true. I'm on a, uh, well, I get a lot of my clients from a coaching platform. And despite the fact I don't have to market myself, I still have to be different. Mm-hmm. And I've had, I and every time I meet with a new client, I say, so why did you choose me? Because they start off with a, a mm-hmm. row of three and they read through it. And it's like, they love my entrepreneurial, they love my directness. So I make sure that that's you know, front and center. And uh, from time to time, they want you to add a little bit more about your sales background. So, you know, you still, you're still mm-hmm. doing some marketing, but um, I've, I've had great fun doing it and I, I really enjoy it. So um, I want to thank you so much. I mean, obviously pricing is something we talk about, talk about for a long yeah. time. Uh, thank you very much for your insights, for writing the article, for being here today and for your advice. Awesome. Yes. And helping us get beyond the page. Of course. Thank you for yeah. having me. This was yeah. fun. Uh, what's the best way to reach you? I, I think I know it as Caffeinated Kyle. Yes, my website, caffeinatedkyle.com, or I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn, Kyle Elliott with two L's and two T's. 
Oh, thank you for spelling that out. Awesome. Well, that's it for this episode of Beyond the Page. For more episodes, subscribe via your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to sign up for your free digital issue of Choice Magazine by going to choice-online.com and clicking the Sign Up Now button. I'm Gary Schleifer. Enjoy your journey to mastery. Thank <laughs> you.